Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? Welcome to episode number five of the Spun Today podcast. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. It's really appreciated. I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, last uh, couple of episodes. I've been doing the audiobooks, audiobook uh, versions of uh, some short stories that I wrote that can be found on my website, spuntoday.com, under the short stories tab. In case any of you non-existent new listeners want to take a look and uh, check those stories out. I like the way those are going, actually. Uh, I'm going to continue doing them. Uh, Definitely want feedback from you guys. I've gotten some, and uh, it's uh, definitely appreciated. You know, it's something that will help improve uh, the podcast, and uh, it's in line with my goal of what this podcast is for, which is ultimately uh, to make me a better writer. And just podcasting in general is something that I really enjoy. I love listening to it. And I'm having a great time uh, actually doing doing one and uh, putting this stuff out there. So, uh, you know, again, for you half a dozen listeners out there, thanks again. And if you guys do happen to like what what you hear and enjoy the podcast you know please share it with your friends family um you know on the best best uh thing that you guys can do is go on itunes and or stitcher and rate the podcast and uh you know you can uh, rate it put a few comments there that uh helps uh exposure on itunes and stitcher and uh it's completely free obviously uh to do something like that uh, to give a, a rating and, uh, you know, helps increase, uh, the exposure pretty much, which will, you know, spread out to more people and ultimately, uh, help this thing grow into something more credible. Now, the next story in line for the audiobook, um, uh, podcast, cause I'm going to do them in order, in order of how I wrote them. Uh, the first one was Bully. And uh, that's the first one that I wrote, the first one that I did an audiobook on. The second one was Insight. Uh, that's the second uh, short story that I wrote. And the second one that I did an audiobook on. And the next short story that I wrote that's on the website is Chopper City. And I am still working on the audiobook, uh, audiobook for that. I got some feedback from my girlfriend, actually, who told me that she enjoyed the... Uh, sound effects, uh, which I thought were pretty cool too, from the first audiobook uh, that I did, um, Bully. And there was less of it with with Insight, um, partly because, uh, you know, I just wanted to do uh, do it a little differently and, and leave it out, but also because there weren't, uh, there wasn't, uh, there weren't too many places where uh, sound effects would have worked, I felt. Um, but then, you know, after getting that feedback and seeing that that's something that is well-received, I, uh, you know, went back and reread the story to look for places, and there's definitely a bunch, uh, not a bunch, but a few more places where I could have inserted some sound effects to help enhance the, the whole uh, listening experience for that exhilarating 10 minutes uh, of your lives for anyone that uh, did check that out. Um, so for the next one, Chopper City, 
if you guys have read the story, um, you'll know that there's definitely lots of places where uh, sound effects uh, can and will be going into that story and into the audiobook version of it. But, alas, it is not ready yet. Um, but in keeping with the the uh, timeline or schedule, rather, of this podcast, I wanted to make sure that I am still releasing a podcast uh, every two weeks on Thursday. And any Thursdays in between will be uh, just bonus bonus episodes. But that is the plan right now. And I'll let you guys know if that uh, changes down the line. I'm pretty anal with shit like that when it comes to schedules and uh, timing of things and stuff like that. So I want to make sure I uh, I stick to that. So you have definitely a podcast episode. I uh, can't guarantee you the length of it or anything like that. But uh, every other Thursday and, again, um, any Thursdays in between uh, would be bonus episodes. So I'm... Obviously not doing the audio, audiobook podcast uh, on this uh, this episode number five, but what I am going to do is explore some of the free writing on on the website. I had the idea um, actually today when I was on the uh, taking the train home from work, and I knew the Chopper City uh, Chopper City audiobook uh, wasn't going to be ready on time for today's release, so I came up with this, which is um, going over some of the free writing that's under, uh, that's on my website on spuntoday.com under the free writing section, which is, as I've told you guys before, um, actually my favorite form of writing. I find it therapeutic and cathartic and just uh, insightful helps you, well, helps me at least, uh, think things through, get shit off my chest, work out ideas that I have in my head, and, uh, stuff like that. I'm a big, uh, encourager of it, so, you know, something, I've told uh, a few people in the past, uh, that they should definitely try it, uh, if you guys haven't and want to, uh, I definitely encourage it, just literally sit down with a pen and paper, uh, or, you know, if you want to do it uh, electronically, I guess, you know, open up a, a Word document or whatever and just uh, start typing. You like, you literally just uh, think of, like, freestyle, like, rapping, um, like, actual freestyle rapping, not not um, not spitting writings or anything like that. But, you know, just straight off the top of your head, off the dome type of, uh, of freestyling, but in written form. You can approach it in the sense of, well, you can approach it, you know, however the fuck you want, but the way I approach it is uh, in two ways, one of two ways. You, I either, you know, approach it in that there's something specific that I want I want to write about, um, a certain problem, a certain thought, a certain idea that, that I have in my head, um, and I just want to get it out. So I just sit down, think about that idea, and write towards that. And just write whatever comes to mind. Just continue writing and writing and writing and writing, whether it makes sense, whether it doesn't. Don't worry about grammar. Don't worry about punctuation. Don't worry about format and paragraphs and indenting and like shit like that. Just like literally just straight writing. And then there's an, an, another 
way that I approach it, or that I free write, rather, which is just having, you know, approaching it like as a blank slate, like not having anything in mind to speak about specifically, just literally sit down and just begin to write. Even if you start off by saying, I don't know what's right, I don't know what's right, I don't know what's right, do that for a few a few lines and then stuff will start pouring out. You should try it, even as an experiment or something like that. It's pretty cool. It's interesting. Now, the ones that I'm going to go over today um, are the former. Um, it's quotes or ideas uh, or from a book or a song that resonated with me and just inspired me to, to write about it or to reflect on that and then I free wrote based off that inspiration so I thought it might be interesting to you know read that um off the site and then I guess just reflect on my reflections at that time because the ones posted on the website now they're they're like several months old and I've you know I've read some of them over like since but it's not something I revisit too much. So it'll be interesting to, to at least for myself, just to see where my head was at at that point in time when I wrote these things. You know, it's not eons ago or anything like that. You know, it's just a couple months ago, but I thought that might be a pretty cool exercise. Oh, while I was on my way home, actually, also I was listening to a podcast as I usually am, and this one was really good. You guys should check it out. It was on um, Duncan Trussell's podcast, the Duncan Trussell Family Hour, and he had Aubrey Marcus on. And these guys, when uh, you know, I've I've heard them on podcasts before, either like on Rogan's podcast, all together or separately. And um, uh, Aubrey uh, Duncan's been on Aubrey's uh, podcast, which is the Warrior Poet, and. I think Aubrey's been on Duncan's uh, before as well. Um, but when they... They're, they're two cool dudes, right? But when they get together, they, I feel like, bring out in each other the versions of themselves that resonate the most with me, that I like listening to the most. And um, they always have, like... Uh, trippy conversations for example like Aubrey was speaking about his most recent ayahuasca experience and uh, for those of you that don't know what ayahuasca is I mean I barely do um, I just know what I've heard from different podcasts and um, a few things that I've googled it's um uh, it's a psychedelic that's like one of the most powerful or or the most powerful like psychedelic that there is and it's it's made from uh, shamans make it like through this ritualistic uh, practice of of a leaf and a vine and it's like a specific leaf and a specific vine out of like thousands and thousands of different plants that are in the Amazon and they found the only two that join together in this like symbiotic way uh, to be able to brood in a tea that you know takes hours of preparation to make and supposed and it's supposed to be a 
this uh, brew that is, at least by the accounts that I've heard from people like Aubrey Marcus or Cara Santa Maria, an extremely potent and powerful psychedelic that is really transformative and and strongly impacts uh, most of the people that that drink it or, or that partake in the ritual. And um, uh, the podcast is pretty pretty much speaking about that, and it's it's trippy in how they speak about, or Aubrey, Aubrey speaks about his experience with it, and how it's like you know tuning into the frequencies of like different dimensions and and working shit out within himself and about life and existence and stuff like that, and then Duncan. Um, draws parallels uh, throughout the whole podcast because um, he, he hasn't done ayahuasca but um, he he's really into ancient uh, scriptures and texts uh, you know different religions um, like uh, texts like the Bhagavad Gita and Hinduism and and Buddhism and Christianity and and Gnostic rituals and um, he draws parallels from Aubrey's like first-hand experiences with uh, the visions and insights that he gained through his ayahuasca experience, and uh, versus Duncan's second-hand readings and teachings from these like sacred uh, ancient texts, and um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty like uh, trippy to listen to. You guys should check it out. It's uh, episode. That was just recently released on Duncan Trust the Duncan Trussell Family Hour. Um, on the date of it is October twenty eighth. The release date uh, could be found on iTunes and I'm sure you know wherever else you guys listen to podcasts. And I just find like shit like that fascinating. And if you do too, definitely uh, go check that one out. Uh, also, before I get into the whole uh, free writing thing, the what else happened this week? The uh, midterm elections uh, were this week. On uh, election day was when Tuesday, November fourth. Uh, today's November sixth, and um, uh, Republicans officially have control of Congress, uh, both the House and the Senate. Um, they had the control of the House before, and uh, the Senate uh, was under dem- Democratic control. And now, it's the other way around. So Democrats have control of the White House, obviously, uh, with Obama, and um, Republicans came through strong, taking over the Senate. What that means, who the fuck knows? We'll see, right? I mean, the con- Congress in general has like the l- lowest approval rating. I don't know if like ever, but I know it's like single to very low double digits, like in the teens, or fucking 9% approval rating, or something like that, Obama's approval rating is shit too, I think everybody's just so disillusioned with the whole thing that everybody's just like, fuck this and letting it be, which definitely isn't, isn't a good thing, it's not a proactive, so now the... Numbers as they are now, roughly, because there's like one or two um, like runoff elections. 
that are taking place or that need to take place, um, which my understanding of a runoff election is if within a district there is a race where, you know, two of the people running, uh, neither one gets more than uh, 50% of the vote or 51% of the vote. Let's say, you know, one gets 30, another one gets, you know, 32, 33. And then, you know, somebody else um, is a, a spoiler technically and gets the rest of the votes. Those uh, two people that had the highest um, percentages, the 30 and 32, they would have to have what's called a runoff election, which means there's another special election, in essence, of just them two. And then, you know, like winner take all in that one. So there's like one or, uh, or two of those going on still. And, um, but those aside, the numbers right now, if I'm not mistaken, or from what I most recently read, is uh, Republicans out of the 435 uh, representatives have or hold 246 uh, seats. And out of the uh, 100 senators, uh, they roughly hold 52 seats. So... Now, the way it was before, um, before this election, with Republicans uh, having control of the House, Democrats of the Senate, and uh, the executive branch, obviously, this Congress has passed, or hasn't passed, <laughs> depending on how you look at it, the least fewest bills of any other Congress since 1973. That's since 1973. That's over four decades ago. Over 40 years ago. What these fucks are elected to do, and I'm by no stretch of the imagination an expert on any of this shit, but this is just, you know, my understanding of it. What they're elected to do is to make things work. At, at a very simple uh, oversimplified level they're supposed to make things work and the way they make things work is by passing laws blocking laws and generally moving things in a direction not this standstill gridlock bullshit that's been going on for the past like six years six plus years and it's fucking disgusting it's it's ridiculous. It's frustrating. No other way people feel so like dis disillusioned and disconnected with the whole process in general. Now, um, there's blame to go around to everyone, obviously. But regardless of which direction you're pointing the the finger in or at, it's it's still an abysmal record to have. Now, the way that this uh, came to be or or was possible or happened is um, basically Obama proposes something and or the Senate proposes something, it's blocked by the House and vice versa. The House proposes something, it's blocked by the Senate and or Obama. Um, well, actually, no, uh, by the Senate, because Obama has, I think he's only used his uh, veto power, like, twice in the past six years, like, one of the lowest um, uses of that of that power by, by a president. 
but it sounds like that's about to change. Now, a possible uh, silver lining in an article that I read today, actually, um, is that now with the Republicans uh, in control of the House and the Senate, um, things might have a chance to uh, begin to get done. Not because uh, Republicans are in control of Congress now, or or uh, because the White House is uh, more willing to play ball, um, but because Obama now, in his final two years uh, of his presidency, is going to be more focused on his legacy than anything else. And uh, Republicans will be more willing to to negotiate and make things happen because uh, it's in their best interest to get their approval ratings up um, just for, like, Republicans in general to have a shot at winning the White House in uh, the 2016 election. So that, I guess, is uh, a positive or a, a possible, a possible um, silver lining to this whole fucking mess, but... Whatever, I guess we'll we'll see when it happens. Believe it, when and if it happens, right? My hat definitely goes off to uh, groups like uh, the Young uh, the Young Turks or um, Wolfpack dot uh, com, started by Jen uh, uh, Unger of the of the Young Turks, um, that are uh, proactively uh, going at the root of the problem or what most feel. Uh, is the root of of the issue, which is getting money out of politics, and um, uh, you know, aggressively and proactively. Uh, that's wolf dash pack dot com or dot org, uh, I think. If you guys want to check that out and uh, see what that whole movement is about, I know uh, Lawrence Lessig, uh, professor and author of uh, Republic Laws, which is an awesome book about um, uh, about the same thing. Uh, Money and politics being like the root of of this issue that we're having. Uh, I know he has his own uh, version of uh, what Wolfpack is doing, but but slightly different. I don't know the name of his uh, organization or his group though, um, but I'm sure you can find it. You know, just Google his name, Lawrence Lessig, L E S I G or S S I G. Um, definitely, my hat goes out to to guys like that and. Organizations like that that are proactively fighting the fight, while the rest of us lazy fucks just sit around and complain about it. Um, something we can do though is do do things like this. Do not not to sound like a like a self righteous asshole, but uh, do things that you enjoy doing, that you love, that you have a passion for, that you want to do. Um, Podcasting, writing, singing, dancing, sports, becoming the director of the company you work for, designing, whatever the fuck it is you're into, being an entrepreneur, go for it, do it, fight for it, try it, at the very least, try it. That's where we come in, that's where our contribution comes in, flipping this thing around, not waiting for the quote-unquote them to get their acts together and fix things for us. Just go out there and get it. Keep it pushing, like uh, Cat Williams says. Day in and day out. Grind it out. And hopefully we'll be better off at the other end of this thing. Alrighty, now, 
Let's get to the free writing, my favorite. So for any of you that might want to follow along and are just uh, listening uh, to the audio of this, you can go to my website, spuntoday.com. That's S-P-U-N today.com. And click on the third tab from the left up on top. It's uh, called free writing. Doing that right now, and first thing, well, you know, depending on when you listen to this thing, because the newest uh, posts are on the top. Um, the first one I see now is the War of Art, Stephen Pressfield. It's a, a quote from from that book. Awesome, dope book. You guys, each and every one of you listening to this should read that. Um, amazing, amazing, uh, inspirational read. Then under that. Uh, which I posted on October 26th, uh, 2014, as the, the date in like a light gray color. I'm going to start off with this, this, uh, this post, actually. I kind of like it. It is from Life of Pi, the movie. Uh, the screenplay was written by David Maggie. And I have an excerpt from the movie, which, uh, by the way, if you guys haven't seen that movie, it's... A, pretty good movie i've i mean it it was obviously it was like up for like movie of the year i don't know if it won i don't think it did uh but it was up for it and um you know it had you know a claim in that uh sense i guess um but uh i got mixed reviews from just just like speaking uh with people about it i got mixed reviews on it um you know, people that are like, you know, the homo is just one dude and he's on the raft with the fucking tiger. It's not realistic, whatever, blah, 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 like stuff like that. And I don't know, to me, it's like one, you're watching a movie, which generally you don't do in search of realism. You know, it's to me, at least it's kind of like an escape from your life. And it's also something that lends uh, uh, to real life. And like they say, like art imitates reality and vice versa. It's you you can get things from different movies, different mediums that you can then, you know, translate and interpret and apply to your own life. And whether it's something that's inspirational or insightful or um whatever it may be. So like I I'm I don't know, I'm not with those uh type of comments I guess um but to me it was a it was a really good movie even on that like topical first layer you know it was, it was kind of entertaining to watch but obviously uh to me at least and which you guys will see from um just like this little excerpt of it had much uh deeper meanings and uh most things do right most things have deeper meanings or you know, different, different things, different movies, uh, or, or whatever medium you're, you want to plug in there, have certain meanings to one person, and you know, same exact thing will have a different, completely different meaning to someone else. And I mean, that's the beauty of interpretation. But if you, for example, are the type of person that thought or thinks that. I don't know, um, Castaway uh, was a movie, uh, you know, about some guy who's plane crashed and 
who had a relationship with his volleyball, then, you know, just give up. Go give up on life. Go throw yourself off a bridge or something like that. Look deeper than that. Look past the topical bullshit and find things that you can relate to and or implement in, into your life. All right, so I'm going to start with this. Life of Pi, David uh, Maggie wrote the screenplay. So this is a scene that, uh, if you guys haven't seen the movie, spoiler alert, this is uh, towards the end of the movie. And the writer that is interviewing uh, the adult, uh, Pi Patel, um, Pi being the guy that went through the whole ordeal, with uh, the shipwreck and being on a raft lost at sea for a bunch of days with a tiger the there's uh the scene uh at the end well it starts off and ends um in the same scene basically and this writer is interviewing pi uh the adult pi throughout the movie and he's like retelling uh his story of what happened uh with the whole shipwreck and being lost at sea um but this uh, little excerpt um, is towards the end of the movie. The writer says, So, the stories. Both the zebra and the sailor broke their leg, and the hyena killed the zebra and the orangutan. So, the hyena is the cook, the sailor is the zebra, your mother is the orangutan, and you're the tiger. Then, Pai Patel responds, Can I ask you something? And the writer says, Of course. Pai Patel then says, I've told you two stories about what happened out in the ocean. Neither explains what caused the sinking of the ship, and no one can prove which story is true and which is not. In both stories, the ship sinks, my family dies, and I suffer. The writer says, true. Then Pai says, so which story do you prefer? Then the writer says, the one with the tiger, that's the better story. Then Pi says, thank you. And so it goes with God. Now that obviously resonated with me then because it inspired me to uh, free write what I'm about to read and just rereading it again. Um, just that that uh, excerpt from the movie um, impacts me you know, all over again. But uh, let's see what I wrote. So then in blue, if you're... Uh, looking at the website, um, my free writing is in blue, I wrote in response, I guess you could say, uh, to that excerpt, the writer is anticipating to hear a story that, quote-unquote, makes him believe in God. The religious undertone is apparent throughout the film. Pi is fascinated with religion from an early age, and is introduced to it via Hinduism and its millions of gods. Later, he is introduced to Jesus Christ and Christianity, followed then by the Muslim religion of Islam and Allah. He even mentions to the writer that he teaches a course on Judaism at the university. He owns this openness by stating, why not? Faith is a house with many rooms. My takeaway from this movie is not that the tiger Richard Parker really was God, really what, what did I write? Really was, really God. I gotta correct that. Um, 
not that the tiger Richard Parker really was God or that Pi himself was God or that God necessarily created the scenarios necessary for Pi to get through being cast away at sea, but that the story either is God, the story that you believe in is God. In the same way that religion, belief, faith, spirituality, and what you choose to follow in life is God. God is art, a subjective concept. The vessel in which you choose to believe and follow is relevant in that it's what works for you. But essentially, it's only relevant in that respect. The end goal, God, is the same. The core truth, God, is a common one. Much like the facts of the matter are unalterable with either of the two stories, an example, the shipwreck, his family dying, and suffer and his suffering. Similarly, God is an unalterable truth. Hinduism, Christianity, Islam, Buddhism, etc. are all versions of the same truth, created, accepted, and passed along respectively by those that connect with them. It's a preference thing. I do what works for me, you do what works for you. Either way, it goes with God. And I wrote that on Sunday, September 8th, 2013 at 7.04 p.m. to be exact. So this one was, what are we, in November? That was over a year ago. Damn, I got to post some of my newer shit, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean... But yeah, that's uh that's my take on this particular scene from that movie. Um you guys let me know what you think. You can comment uh actually right on if you click on like the title uh where it says Life of Pi David uh Maggie uh screenplay in uh parentheses. If you guys click on that, it'll take you to uh the page where just that post is and you can write comments on there which can be seen by anyone obviously, and, um, or, uh, you know, you always have the option to, uh, just email me, you can go through my, uh, the contact page, fill out that little form, which is pretty much your name, your email address, and your email, or, um, you just email me directly at spuntoday at gmail.com, and tell me what you think, um, watch the movie again if you haven't, or, you know, if you haven't in a while, and you want to reflect on it again, or refresh your, your memory, uh, rather, with that scene, and tell me what you guys think, I'll be interested to get that feedback. I guess another, another angle, um, uh, for that same, for that, uh, again, like I said before, you know, art, or movies, or songs, or quotes, or whatever, you know, different people could read the exact same thing and get something, you know, totally different, you know, hundreds and thousands of different types of, of, of reactions, uh, to the same exact thing. Um, just like another one that just came to mind now, or just from rereading, uh, the quotes, uh, the dialogue and, uh, what I free wrote is that I guess that's, that is how it is with religions, right? Like all those, you know the by the stories in the Bible, and other sacred texts, it kind of has like that same concept of 
you know, this is a story which is not to be taken literally, like, unfortunately, some fanaticals do. Um, but within this story, kind of like, like, um, like a legend or, or a folklore or something like that, that you would tell, like, little kids to, uh, to, like, teach them something, like, some, like, morality tale or something like that, um, that's what these stories are in these in these texts. Again, not to be taken literally, but that have these like little jewels of wisdom and guidance within them that are purposefully dressed up in these digestible formats to appeal to the masses. Because that way you get your point across with less resistance, I guess, right? It's... It's interesting. I never really thought of it like that. I looked at it that way. But uh, yeah, that's that's that piece. And I'll do one more actually, which is uh, the one uh, again. If you're on the the website, it's right above that post. Also posted up on October twenty sixth, twenty fourteen. It's from the War of Art, uh, book by Stephen Pressfield. And the quote is: "The warrior and the artist live by the same code of necessity." which dictates that the battle must be fought anew every day. Then I free wrote, Necessity. What greater motivator? Does one exist? For a warrior, the need to stay alive for his family, yourself, for the very cause you're fighting for, for friends, for future, for passion, for hope. An artist feels the need to create for all the same reasons. Day in and day out, a true artist continues to work on perfecting his or her craft. You'll be faced with obstacles, some bigger and more serious than others. The warrior's necessity comes from the lack of it, equaling death, nothingness, it being over. Similarly, an artist with the same lack of necessity does not create. His or her art is non-existent. It's nothingness. It's over. Force the necessity in and become a warrior of and by your art. And I wrote that on Wednesday, November 20th, 2013. That's approaching a year already also. And that was at the 12.39 a.m. And that actually touches on what uh, I was saying earlier about um, just going out there and, and doing something, pursuing something, anything that you actually want to be doing not just you know going through going through the motions the day-to-day mundane tasks of uh you know getting caught up in the monotony of life as it happens to all of us as it happens to me it still happens to me but the important thing is not to the way i see it not to to realize that it happens and not to let it continue happening Switch shit up, you know, do things differently. Bob and weave out of the way of resistance. And that is it, folks. That is going to be the show for this week. For those of you that missed the audiobook, it uh, will be back. I'll have it ready by the next release, which will be the Thursday after next. Was today the 6th? So on November 20th, you'll have uh, episode... The next episode, which is going to be the audiobook, 
version of Chopper City. Definitely, definitely by then. And um, not promising anything, but if I do finish it before then, I'll release it on uh, the 13th, which is uh, next Thursday. Again, I appreciate you guys listening. Um, If you would like to, and if you guys can, uh, there's a couple things that you can do to help support the podcast, which are as follows. Uh, Visit the website, first and foremost, spuntoday.com. Check out uh, the different sections. you got the free writing, uh, the ode to podcast section, and uh, the short story section, obviously the podcast section, and the photography section. You guys can leave comments. Um, email me, contact me, give me feedback, tell me what you guys think of my writing, how shitty it is, uh, things that you like from it, things that you don't like from it, and um, let's get a, a little dialogue going here. Also, what you can do is follow me on Twitter, at Spun Today on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, like the pictures, Spun Today on Instagram as well, uh, follow me on Facebook also, facebook.com forward slash Spun Today. And uh, speaking of pictures, actually, I told you guys uh, last time that I am also part of a site called Created, C-R-A-T-E-D. So you guys can go to created.com forward slash spun today. And it's a uh, different way that you guys can support the podcast by going on there. And you guys can actually purchase prints of the pictures that you guys see on my website uh, that I've taken. Uh, Those are under the photography section. And let's see, they have uh, prints uh, that you can, like, literally uh, purchase, like, posters of the different uh, photographs, if you like any of them. They have, just to give you guys, like, an example of of what's offered and uh, pricing... You can get, like, a small print uh, that'll be, like, on a poster paper of 12 inches by 16 inches for 14 bucks. Uh, they also have, like, 18 inches by 24-inch uh, poster. That's 24 bucks. Then you have, like, a super large, if you think one of my pictures are super awesome and amazing and you want to get one of those. <laughs> There's a large size, which is 30 inches by 40 inches. I wouldn't even want uh, one of these pictures that big, but, you know, if any of you would, uh, that's much more expensive, though. It's 58 bucks, And you also ha- have the option of purchasing, like, the prints on canvas. Um, and, you know, they they have options for framing and, like, different types of frames, black frames, white frames, wooden frames, and stuff like that. Now, there is actually an offer uh, for anyone who is purchasing through this weekend. Um, so if you purchase it prior to, I guess the cutoff date would be November 9th, uh, 2014. Uh, if you go to com forward slash spun today, put in the, uh, coupon code, uh, created ship, C-R-A-T-E-D ship, S-H-I-P, you get free shipping on any and all orders. Another way to support the podcast is go back to the website, spuntoday.com, click on the contact slash donate tab, and there you will find an Amazon link. You can click on that link, and it'll take you directly to the Amazon website, and you can do all your shopping on Amazon like you normally do, and it will not cost you anything extra, but Amazon will kick me back a small referral fee just for driving traffic to their website.
a clever way to do it also is if you, you know, don't want to, every time you want to go on Amazon, you don't want to go through my website first and, you know, take those extra few clicks to go to Amazon is just do it once, uh, go to my website, click on the Amazon banner and then bookmark that banner, uh, that, uh, website once you're on Amazon bookmark that because in the like the url like my codes or whatever are already embedded so anytime you go to your bookmark like you normally would for amazon um it will uh still count towards me driving traffic to the website also there's a, a donate tab if you guys want to make a one-time or reoccurring uh donation via paypal that would obviously be awesome as well and most importantly uh, which is completely free and should be quick for you guys to do, please go on iTunes and or Stitcher, as I mentioned earlier, and rate the podcast. Uh, you know, Give me your thoughts, your feedback, which will always be greatly appreciated. And as always, folks, substitute the mysticism with hard work and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams. Thanks for listening.